Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hey, if you joined us this week, both my co-host, Pastor Josh, and myself, we've been talking about the greatness of God and His accuracy of the prophecies concerning the Lord Jesus Christ and His birth and the promises of God being so certain and so sure. We've been talking about the greatness of our God, how He rules and reigns in all affairs, how He is in control you've been with us this week, we've dealt with that every single day because on this first week of a brand new year, we need to remind ourselves of the greatness and the goodness of our God. He cannot fail, He will not fail, and He will always be good. That is our God. His goodness, His greatness Let us magnify that as we, in this first week of a new year, are reminded that our Lord is already there before us. I believe in a young earth myself. I think we've got uh, an earth that's about 6,000 years old. I believe in a young earth, as I said, not these millions of years, as some would have you believe, but the Bible doesn't teach that at all. It teaches a young earth. When you think about that, each year... In 365 days, our earth orbits the sun, travels 568 million miles through space, and no one but God could do that. Colossians 1, we've also been there this week, tells us that by Him, He is before all things, and by Him, all things consist or are held together. So for 6,000 years... He has governed and controlled our earth, rotating around the sun, orbiting around the sun, 568 million miles each year for 6,000 years. And he'll continue to do that as long as he wishes. Our Lord is in control. Let us not forget that. Then I'm reminded of something that I heard a story, a funny story in one way, about two farmers who owned property that joined each other, and they were around this time of year uh, talking about what they were going to plant. They had met at the line fence, and they'd been doing some fencing and repair work and things like that, and uh, one of the farmers, who is an optimist, said to the other one, who was a pessimist, said to the pessimist, hey, I'm going to plant over here in this 40 acres. I'm going to plant corn. And the pessimist said, I wouldn't do that if I were you. They're predicting some bad things coming this year, some bad corn worms and things like that that are coming, and I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't put it out there. It'll get eat up. And then the optimist, the farmer, said, over here in this 40 acres, I believe I'm going to plant some wheat. And the pessimist said, no, I wouldn't do that. Uh, I've heard that they're predicting some very, very bad weather. And not only that, they're calling for insects that'll eat your wheat. I wouldn't put it out there. And then 
the optimist said to the pessimist, the farmer, well, what are you going to do with your seed? He said, I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to leave it in the barn, and I'm not going to put anything out this year. It could get hurt. Well, the unknown is out there in front of us, isn't it? It's out there for everyone. The unknown to us, but the known to God. And when you know God, then you absolutely know that He is going to take care of everything that's in this new year. Jeremiah 33 and verse number 3 tells us something here that about this God that we serve and His invitation to you and I to call unto me, he says, I will answer thee and I'll show thee great and mighty things or unknown things, hidden things, which thou knowest not. You mean God would tell us things which we don't know? Of course. Most of our prayers are about things we don't know. If we know it, we usually don't pray about it. But we pray about those things which are uncertain, those things which we do not know. And Jeremiah 33, 3, God invites us to call upon him and he will show us things which we don't know. Now, Jeremiah wasn't the first one to come up with this wonderful truth and promise of God. Deuteronomy, Moses tells us that in chapter 29 and verse 29. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Moses says simply here, God has a plan. His secret things you may not know, but He has the plan. He does reveal to us what we need to know, and this book reveals to us what we need to know, and He guides us as we pray and seek His face to know His will. He will tell us the revealed things of His Word and of His will, and then the secret things belong to God. They are His. And so, in essence, Moses is saying, don't worry about the unknown. You be sure and do what you do know. Jeremiah 33, 3 covers the rest. Call unto me, God said, and I will answer thee, and I'll show thee great and mighty or hidden things, things you don't know, which thou knowest not. So here we are in this first week of a new year, and I want to encourage you to trust the greatness of your God. Trust the goodness of your God. In yesterday's program, we spoke from Jeremiah 32 and verse number 27, where the Lord tells Jeremiah, I am the Lord, Jehovah, Jesus. I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And you and I, of course, answer, absolutely not. Our God is in control, and the things we don't know, as we pray, He may give us more light and show us, and the things that we do know, we want to do, and those resolutions, as I mentioned yesterday, they're not a bad thing, and don't forget, you'll have to have a surrendered life to God to give Him control to perform those resolutions through you. As Ben Franklin said, one resolution for sure is to perform the resolutions that you have made. 
So have a resolution to perform the resolutions that you've made. Well, we'll do that as we surrender our life to the Lord fresh and new. Someone wrote a poem that reflects this. I want to read it to you in the time we have left. I believe it was Mary Mason. It says, Sometimes our perfect little worlds are shaken, tossed about. How did it happen? Why, Lord, why? And questions foster doubt. But, oh, I found down through the years, God's granary avails. His funds are not depleted yet. His larder never fails. How many Israelites did God feed in the wilderness? Did even one go wanting there? God proved his faithfulness. Do lilies face their world unclothed? Do sparrows beg for bread? Does God forget his chosen seed? In his hand, or is his hand, limited? He is my buckler and my shield. His promises are true. His covenants stand forevermore. And what he says, he'll do. The God of Daniel succors me. He makes the crooked straight. I'm graven on his precious hands till all things consummate. He will not leave me, though my world lies groveling in the dust. Job's God is still upon his throne. And though he slay me, I'll trust. You can trust him, my friend. So can I. May the Lord bless you. Keep you safe. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at antiochbristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.